Hey friend, welcome to your new favorite hangout. This is where we boldly share our stories and the wisdom that stems from them as a means of connection and celebration. We're no longer waiting for people to invite us into their space to share the messages that God has given us. We are creating our own. I'm your host and your homegirl, Rosalind Davis, and this is Creating Space, the podcast. Go ahead, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Creating Space, the podcast. I'm your host, Rosalind Davis, and I'm so excited that you're here today. Now, today is going to be a good one, y'all. It's going to be a little different than what we normally do, our normal chats. Today, we're going to have a journal session And we're going to have a little bit of a workshop class, if you will. Today, we're talking about intentions, living out our intentions and aligning them with our actions. So before we get into that, I have a little story for y'all. It may may not be what you're expecting. If you have met me in the past, I'd say four or five years, you wouldn't think that I used to live life on the edge, okay? I used to live willy-nilly, I was out here doing whatever, whenever, however, living just carefree, as the girls would say, okay? And it was not to my advantage. It was not a good idea. It was not giving what I wanted. It was reckless, if you will. Um, And so there came a point where I really had to look at my life and be like, what is the driving force here? What is keeping me tethered to the ground, to reality? And there was nothing. The answer was nothing. And so I decided that I wanted to live my life more intentionally. This wasn't just an overnight decision. Um, It came from looking back through months of my life and realizing that I was constantly unfulfilled. And I feel like I was, you know, swayed back and forth by my emotions, by circumstances, by people. There was nothing really grounding me in my decisions um, in the way that I was showing up in the world for others, for other people. And this really started to affect like my mental and my physical health. And so I started to look into ways that I could make a change. I started looking for new books, new podcasts. One of the books is actually over here. I thought it was just me, but it wasn't. And so I wanted to look for things that would help me build a life that I was actually proud of and show up in a way every day that I could could say that I decided for myself and not that it was my parents' decision or my peers or my relationship, my friends, none of that. I wanted to decide things on my own. And so I decided that I was going to live intentionally. And this was in about, just started, I mean, it's been a journey, but I would say I really started this journey in 2015. At the time, podcasts like weren't They were a newish thing, and that was how I got a lot of my information about living intentionally from places like the Black Girl and Gnome podcast, um, Hey Girl with Alex L., and different places. And so I want this episode to be like that for you, a source of information, an invitation to live more deeply, more intentionally, and a resource. So let's get into it. First, let's start with a definition. What even is an intention? Oxford Dictionary says it is a thing intended, an aim or a plan. So I want you to remember that part. Remember the aim 
part, okay? Just keep that in mind. So what are the benefits of living with intention? As I mentioned before, they can keep us grounded. If we want to think of an example, maybe like a balloon. We're going to use a balloon today. Life is the balloon, okay? When it's windy, when there's hot weather, when there's cold weather, the balloon changes in its appearance and its location. And so our intentions can be like a weight on the bottom of this balloon. No matter what happens, what comes, what bops us, what throws us, what pushes us, the intentions keep us anchored and keep our weight on the ground or on the surface that we're on, right? And so an example of some elements that may sway our balloon might be a relationship. It might be a friendship. And if we don't have a weight that keeps us down, we don't have an intention for our relationships and for our friendships, we might show up in a way that we weren't planning to, that we were not intending to. And so today we're going to talk about naming intentions in different areas of life, being our relationships, our communication, and our work and our career life. Okay, so before we get into each of these areas, I want us to go over the benefits of living intentionally. We already mentioned they keep us grounded. And the next one is they can save us energy. How many of y'all, I know it's not just me, get tired of making decisions all the time? I feel like all day is a new one to be made, right? And if we have an intention, we can automatically eliminate options that do not align with this intention. We'll talk more about that later. The next benefit that I want to mention is that we could potentially bypass some grief or some heartache. And specifically, we're talking about relationships and friendships. And again, we're going to get into that. So make sure you stick around. And the last one that I want to combine these two together is really living a more fulfilling life, meaning that we can have deeper connections with the world around us, the people around us, and most importantly, with ourselves. When we are living aimlessly, sometimes we make decisions and do things, and later on we're like, why did I do that? What was that about? When we live intentionally, we can avoid that. Not all the time, but sometimes. Like I said, keep in mind the definition of an aim, okay? All right. So our first key area is in relationships. Now, no, it's not just me that has been in some situationships and relationships that we really could have avoided if we had set an intention for the way that we want to engage with other people, right? So for example, if you are in your era of life where you're living a soft girl life, you you want to live your best, soft, luxurious life, you want your relationships to be reciprocal and um, and nourishing, you want them to be life-giving and edifying, encouraging, right? Your intention is going to be to have relationships that matter, to show up in a way where you are letting people know that I want something of substance, excuse me, here, right? That's our intention. That means if someone, whether it be a friend, a potential partner, approaches you and they're giving, they're giving we outside vibes, okay, that obviously does not meet your intention of wanting a fulfilling relationship. So that automatically crosses this person off of your list. And so I want to I want to really spend time on this one because I think that we oftentimes we're so open to what we want that we don't think about what we don't want, right? And so setting these intentions can really help us 
have not just the not not a I don't want to call it a checklist, but it can help us activate our discernment and activate our intuition when we encounter new people. And so, I want to take a few seconds for you to answer a journal question. Okay, get your notebook out, get your pen out. I don't know if you want to put on some music. Our first question is, what is my intention for my relationships and my friendships at this phase in my life? Go ahead and pause the episode, take some time, answer the question, and I'll be here when you get back. All right, our next question. Are there any current relationships or friendships that do not align with this intention? And our last question for this section is, what are some changes that I can make to align with my intention of relationships? All right, welcome back. Now we're going to talk about setting intentions for communication. Now, this is really one of my favorite things to talk about. So I feel like we might have to do a whole episode on this by itself because I feel that a lot of us, don't have good communication skills if we're really keeping it 100, okay? We just really don't. We allow our emotions, we allow past information to impact how we are communicating at this time in this moment. And yes, it is important to use previous instances as information, but not as the driving force all the time when we are communicating. So what do I mean by this? If we're having a conversation with a friend who maybe we have had a few bumps in the road with in the past, right? And right now we're addressing a current issue, a current situation. And I'm letting my friend know, you know, what you said in the group chat kind of my feelings. It wasn't cool. It made me feel this way. And then my friend comes back and says, well, last year you did X, Y, and Z. And then I come back and I'm now addressing what she said about last year. No. We're getting off track. We're not staying focused. We don't have, we're not grounded in this conversation. Okay. What would have been helpful in this conversation is for me to go in knowing that my intention is to let her know about this instance. That way, when she takes us off track, talking about last year, I'm bringing us back. I'm like, you know what? I hear you. We can't address what happened last year, maybe tomorrow, maybe after this. But right now, I really want us to focus on this thing. And it's not that we're downplaying people's emotions. It's not that we're trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Deflect. But we really want to address one thing at a time so that we're making sure that everything is getting the proper coverage. Because what happens if we don't do that is things are getting glossed over. And before you know it, we're having things that are built up when it's like, wait a minute, I thought I addressed this with her. And it's like, no, because I got off track and went on something else. And now there's five things that have built up. And now we just, now we beefing, you know, and we don't, and we don't want that. So our intentions and communication, whether it's with friends or even at work, can keep us focused to make sure that we're clearing the air. We're saying what we want to say and we're saying it clearly and making sure that we can, um, excuse me, move past bumps in the road. This also goes for positive conversations, right? Sometimes we don't always let people know when we care about them, when we appreciate them. And so setting an intention around your communication to make sure that you're always communicating clearly, whether it's positive or negative. All right. So we have some questions for 
setting our intentions around communication. I'm going to give them to you all at one time this time, and then you can take as long of a pause as you need to answer these questions. Like I said last time, I'll be here when you get back. So our first question is, what is my highest intention around communication? For me, mine is clarity. So this may look like sometimes I overstate the point. I want y'all to get it. I don't want no confusion. I don't want no questions. I don't want you to try to read between the lines. I said what I said. Okay. So for you, what is your high? What is your highest intention when you're communicating? Our second question: Do my actions align with this intention? How so, or how not? In our last question. How can I improve my communication skills? And a bonus question, where can I go to learn these new skills? Go ahead and take your pause and I'll be here. I have a question. Yes, Solomon. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks. Here, let's see if I can put a camera on me here. Hello. So you talked about asking if your actions align with your intentions. Mm -hmm. Can you give us an example of what that looks like? Yes. Thank you. Good question. So I'll use my example. If my intention is that I want to be clear when I communicate, that looks like me speaking in full sentences, not stopping myself sometimes where I feel like I want to pull back. And sometimes I want to pull back because the thought is not um, not that it's not fully formed, but I'm afraid that someone won't understand like how it comes out and that's okay. I can say another sentence after that and make sure that I'm clarifying what I'm saying. Um, this also looks like for me taking a beat before I respond. So if I'm in a, um, (laughs) a high stakes conversation, making sure that I am listening and listening not just to form my response, but listening to what the other person's actually saying. And then before I respond, taking at least, you know, three or so seconds to think about what I'm going to say. And sometimes it's longer than that. And I really have to be like, you know, I heard what you said. Give me a few moments to think about it. And then I'm going to get back to you in a couple seconds. And some people think it's extra. But for me, it has really been um, impactful and making sure that I'm getting my point across and that I can really understand what people are saying and say exactly what I mean and not what I think they're wanting me to say back or what I feel like I'm supposed to be saying back. Um, And kind of, I mean, it all happens really quickly, but also digging through um, my formal people, wow, today the word's not coming, (laughs) the former people pleaser in me and letting go of what I think I should say, what I'm supposed to say, and really saying what needs to be said in that moment. And every time, like a muscle, you kind of have to practice it. Um, it's it For me, it was hard at first, and then over time it gets easier. And so um, I think what's helpful in aligning our actions with attention is also creating space. Wow, our podcast, creating, creating space between um, initiation and a response. One of the reasons I asked that that question is 
because a lot of times when you have these confrontations with people, of course, it takes two to tango, right? I mean, <laughs> so you have the intention of having this calm, collected conversation yeah. with someone, right? But just like you mentioned, something can go off on a tangent, right? Next thing you know, somebody's over-talking somebody else. Um, I think one of the tips of at least trying to make sure you do this is talk to people in a way where they're away from other people. Where mm, they start, that's good. They're not watching TV. They're not distracted by other things, right? Yes, that's, that's good. That's probably one of them. And then I know one, the things that I've tried is sometimes if I can't communicate with someone because you keep going off on tangents, a lot of times I will write it down and mm. send it to them. Because then they see your whole message without interrupting you, without saying, well, what about this, without bringing up past things, without going off on tangents. At least they, they deliver the whole idea. Yeah. And then I give them the invitation to talk about it afterward. Yeah. So, you know, how does that sound? I love that. That's really good. And I can definitely relate because I feel that I'm a better communicator writing, actually, than I am speaking. So am I. Yeah. And it just really helps because, again, you get that time to think about what you're writing and you get it all out on the page, on the text or whatever. Another tip that you just reminded me about is stating your intention for the conversation before you go into it. I did this with my husband a couple months ago, and it was like one of the most transformative talks we've ever had because I realized that his reason for us talking was one thing and my reason was another. So we're, we actually weren't working. We actually were not both working toward like the same goal. We were kind of moving in opposite directions, really. And going back to our definition earlier of an intention is an aim. So his aim was way up here and mine was down there. And we're both talking, but we weren't like moving in the same direction. And so once I was like, wait, what was the point of this for you? And he's like, you know, it was this. And I was like, oh, that's why it's not coming together. Because I was trying to think of something totally different. And so sometimes we may think that people that we know well or work well with, that we have the same intention, but we don't sometimes. So I would always say um, never assume. And when you're having a conversation that is quote unquote high stakes, it does not hurt to state the intention in the beginning. And our last section is setting our intention and our work and career. Now, I shared this on a previous podcast that I have had a lot of jobs in my 10 years of working. Um, and some of these jobs could have actually blossomed into full careers. And when I look at them, from a very like high level, a lot of them don't have anything in common with one another. I worked at Ulta. I was in the music industry. I was a virtual assistant and I'm missing several in between. Um, and there, to the naked eye, there really is no common thread between all of them, right? But when I first started working 10, over 10 years ago, um, my intention and even at a young age, I knew this, was always to provide a service or to help people in some way. Now, whatever that way was, I didn't know at the time. Um, I was just, a, I was a cashier at Jamba Juice, but I had the biggest smile. I offered, you know, the most secret menu items we had at the time. Now they're like public menu. But anyways, I always wanted to be of service and I always wanted to help people. And that has always been my intention, no matter what job I'm working, what service I'm providing, 
um, where I'm speaking. And that has really been my anchor in making decisions so that when I get um, approached with offers to speak somewhere or to partner on something, I can come back to, is this going to serve my community? And that can only happen if I know who I'm serving and if I know what my purpose is in my, not purpose, but what my intention is in my work and my intention is to be of service. So for this section, I've got some questions for y'all. Our first question is, have I ever set an intention for my job or my career? Why or why not? Our next question is, what is my intention for the work that I'm currently doing? And our last question is, can I be flexible with this intention? And before you go on your pause, I want to talk about this one really quickly. So earlier, I mentioned that the definition of an intention is a thing intended, an aim, or a plan. Y'all, we know life be life okay? Sometimes we don't always hit our target. Sometimes the aim changes. And when that happens, can we be flexible? Can we change course when need be? Not all the time, but sometimes we have to. Okay, go ahead and write, and I'll be right here. Welcome back. I hope you're in your feels, thinking about the intentions. We've almost come to the end of our time together today. Before you wrap up, I want to leave you with one thing. Intentions are very important to me. They are a guiding force in my life, but they are not the most important thing. I think it's important to talk about impact with intentions. We can have the best intentions And it's still important to assess the impact they're having. For example, um, if I step on your toe and I broke your big toe, that was not my intention. That was an accident. But the impact is that it still injured you. You still have a broken big toe, okay? And something has to be done about that, right? You now have to go to the hospital or whatever. And I may want to apologize for that. And so I want us to think about when we have intentions, they're not to escape accountability. They are not to escape, you know, living a mindful life. They're not to have tunnel vision. They are to keep us grounded when necessary, when life and things in life have the potential to sway us. But I also want us to take time to go back and assess the impact of our intentions. Are we living um, at our highest potential with these intentions? And did some of them, did we unintentionally hurt people? Did we unintentionally cause damage in some areas of our life? And if so, it's no biggie. We can correct it. We can forgive ourselves. We can forgive others. We can ask for forgiveness. So as you're going through these questions in your own time, thinking about your intentions, setting your intentions, I would advise in a few months out, six months, three months, a year, go back and reflect and also look at the impact of your intentions. 
If you have any further questions about intentions, if you want to share what you wrote down in this episode, I would love to hear it. Please send us a DM. Until then, take good care and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. You've been listening to Creating Space, the podcast, a Taking Up Space production. We pray that you've been encouraged by something that was shared here today. If you'd like to support this podcast, please visit www.wearetakingupspace.com backslash support. And we want to know who's hanging out. Follow us on Instagram at the Creating Space Pod and subscribe to us on your favorite platform. We can't wait to have you back for next week's episode. Until then, take care.